0: You're listening to the Ron and Don Show on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Ronanddon.com. All right, look out now. Here we come. It's the Ron and Don Show only on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Want to thank everybody for tuning in. And don't forget, give us a like, give us five stars, give us something, right? Yeah,
1: subscribe anywhere you subscribe. I'm still getting people like, how
0: do I listen to
1: you? I'm like, open your phone. Go to a podcast where it doesn't matter if it's Stitcher, if it's uh, Anchor, which is the one that hosts our podcast, if it's Spotify, if it's Apple. Just type in Ron and Don Radio. It's amazing to me. I had someone, I was walking through someone on the phone to do this, and, and they got so excited. There you are! And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, there we are. And so, like, the fact that, for whatever reason, it yeah. popping up for them on their phone made it real. So it'll pop up on your phone, hit subscribe, and if you uh, give us a rating, you a know, five-star or whatever. The real big thing to me is um, sharing with people that you knew listen. So, like, shout out to Joy, who didn't know that we were doing the show anymore. And so someone shared it with her. And now she's like, I'm going back to episode one. I'm starting from the beginning and catching up. And so she's like, I'm so glad to be driving with you guys again in her car.
0: Ronanddon.com has everything. And a lot of people still ask us, hey, what happened in Terrestrial Radio? That's episode one. So check it out. Ronanddon.com. We are licensed realtors with Windermere and also the Ron and Don podcast, the Ron and Don show, only on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Before we get rolling today, we've got a lot of cool things we want to talk to you about. Uh, I've been doing something that has kind of blown up in my face a little bit. I want to get, some, right. yeah, want to get your, your take on this. Among other things, we my, have a lot my, of stuff that blows in our face. My, my son went to Michigan for a month, and I really missed him. And I was going to send him off to camp, and I missed him so much. He said, you know what I'm going to do? Because I, I went a month without him. I'm going to spend a month with him, and I'm going to be his camp counselor. And I have been having a great time, and my 9-year-old seems to be miserable. And so for this last week before they go back to school – because we live in the Seattle area. Well, time era. out. What does and that
1: mean? That you plan an activity every day as every, if you're in camp?
0: Every single day, I wear my oh. whistle, I put my spot belt cleats on, and we go out and we have activities. That is a lot of planning. It is just him and I. And so what are, far-
1: well, Give me some examples. So are you guys like so making leather bracelets
0: or crafts? I'm about to give you an example here. because awesome. Because this is what I figured out. He is not really enjoying his time because I, I, I used to be daddy. Now, in front of his friends, I'm becoming, hey, you. It's kind of turned into that a little bit. And so what I did is I reached out to a friend of mine, uh, my friend Liz, who I do a lot of trail running with and do some mountain climbs, some other things. And she has a son who's 16 years old, and his name is Michael. And Michael just learned to drive a car, and Michael does some babysitting. And Michael also put together a camp. He put together just for, just for my son G force and it's called Camp Michael, and and so for this final week, wow, I've been paying Michael to and and Michael has a nanny, so there's layers here because Liz doesn't totally trust that Michael can take care of my son for their full eight hours at at, at camp, and I know my son wants to be away from me, so. You have the nanny, Rebecca. Below Rebecca is Michael, Camp Michael. He's a 16-year-old. Below that, you have my son, G-Force, who's nine. On top of that, you have Liz, who's the mom who's at work. And then you have dad who's driving away, just hoping this whole thing works out. And at the end of the week, I'm supposed to pay somebody, but I'm not sure. Do I pay Michael? Do I pay Rebecca? Do I pay? Who do I pay? I
1: want to be the nanny in this scenario because you're just hanging out getting paid.
0: So anyway, yesterday I heard they were going on an activity down to the Pike Place Market. We are about to have a family reunion uh, back in Illinois in a couple weeks. And I said, you know what I'm going to do? My son is going down to the Pike Place Market. He asked me if he could have some money because he wants to go and he wants to buy gifts for, for the family all right down at the Pike place Market. so i went he watched me go to the cash machine i'm about to drop him off at camp michael which is basically just michael and my son sitting in a room playing video it's games it's kind of egotistical so that Rebecca michael names the camp
1: after himself what's that it's a little egotistical i love it shouldn't it be like camp rainier i don't know or, it's camp, camp sammamish <laughs> i love that I camp mean, lake washington be, something.
0: camp mike it'd be something that i would do so so anyway uh it, it I, I i stopped by cash machine I pull out some cash, I put it in my pocket, and he says, Daddy! And he went, because it's still Daddy when it's just he and I. He want it has become very important to him, because he knows I'm going to hand the, the money off to either Rebecca or Michael. He wants to hold the money. Of course. He wants the money in his pocket. And then I went through uh, a couple different examples with him of when I've given him money and he doesn't know where the money is. And so I asked him about the different times I've given you money. Do you, do you, do you, do you remember losing the money? He said he did but ever his since son is different. He said ever since he went to Michigan he's a big boy now. And and he's responsible and he he challenged me. Yesterday. Time out. He challenged I've me.
1: seen your son two times since he got back. The first time he left his backpack behind that's which right. has everything in the world that's valuable he to him. Of... The second time yeah. he left his favorite sweatshirt there. It's, it's, it's still here. Yeah, it's it's still upstairs. Here. Uh-huh. Every time I see him yeah. I'm I'm or, bringing something to you, you are. that he left. You so are. like this is not gonna yeah. this is this doesn't end well. Yeah. Real quick, just side note because I just had a very uh, uh, powerful memory when you brought that up. Do you remember? at what age the first time you held a $100 bill is?
0: Wow, probably uh, last year for the first time. (laughs) No, I'm serious. I grew up It was around
1: this time, your son's age, my mom sold her station wagon, Oh, and I remember that they had several $100 bills. It was the first time I'd ever seen one, first time I'd ever held one, and I remember they let me hold the $100 bill and I mean, nowadays I don't know what that's worth, but back then uh, that seemed to be worth a, a tremendous, the most money I'd ever seen in my entire. When well, you life. could
0: buy a station wagon for two hundred dollars, yeah,
1: this may be four hundred dollars. Yeah.
0: So, 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 so anyway, I look at him, and we're driving, and we're on our way to Camp Michael. We got about thirty minutes, and so I, I'm thinking, you know what? I'm going to teach him a life lesson here. He is going to learn something at camp, even though I can't be at Camp Michael. I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed to be a part of it. I know my son has had a miserable summer with me. He's off the he, and he's been having a great time this week. You know what we're going to do? We are. We're going to build a little trust here. And so what I did is I'd taken out $160 and I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give him $20. And so we had a discussion about the $20, where he was going to put the $20. Is,
1: is $20 significant? To what him?
0: he was going to spend the $20 on. And then also, I gave him control of the $160. I'm like, you know wow. what I'm going to do? I'm going to give the 140 to Michael, who is 16 years old. He should be able to handle 140. dollars He's a camp
1: director for. Crying I said, out. yeah,
0: and and, and I said, got a whole budget for camp. You're right. I said Michael is going to have your money. You're going to have 20. He's going to have 140. And I want to make sure that you use this money to buy presents for everybody at the family reunion. Buy something for yourself and buy something for me is the direction that I gave that's him. That's a lot for a and then I And then I also said, make sure everybody has lunch at Camp Michael today, which is just Rebecca and Michael and my son. Make sure everybody has Dude, lunch. Look at
1: Pike Place the Market, O'Neil- that's $90 right there the O'Neils, for lunch.
0: The O'Neills are paying for it. So, so anyway, I roll up yesterday. I pick him up, and he is very, very excited about his purchases uh, that he made at the Pike Place Market. And I brought the purchases today.
1: He brought a pair of shoes.
0: I, uh, it's a Hulka box, and inside the box are the purchases. Okay, perfect. And so I want you to take out a because something's not adding up here. Something is not adding up on the purchases. So my
1: total budget's $160? Well,
0: you know what? I, I, I want you to erase the $160 from your mind. I'm going to show you an item. Okay. And and I want you to be real about this. I want you to write down and tell us what you think the item might be worth.
1: These are Pike Place market prices. They are. They are and, that's, All right. and
0: that's fine. And they might be a little inflated. I've been down there recently. So let me take out a couple of things. Here's, here's the first thing.
1: Okay. That, that but, is a that, rubber octopus...
0: Uh, pen cover that's what it looks like uh all no right. it's a finger cover you just oh, put, you it, put it on your finger you put it on your finger it's rubber all uh, right what do you think that's worth i'm
1: gonna say that that was 6.99
0: oh you're kidding no these are these are about 99 cents
1: Okay, well, were you gonna oh, tell that, me, that, um, are you going to tell me? Are you going to let me do my budget, that's or what? A,
0: I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah.
1: Okay, I, go. Have, a, you, have you been to Pike Place Market? Uh, yeah, they sell, I would say, all right, I'm going to go 6.99. That's okay. my guess. I
0: think I, I think that's rather steep for that, but that's that's fine. Okay, here here's here's a, here's another, and I'm not sure who. The, I think this might be for grandma.
1: It is emoji poop pop poopy slime. There you go.
0: Yeah, and that's he bought this for his grandmother. Uh, what all do you right, think? So the poopy. emoji poop super cool, and it's super cool. Uh, is that something? Salon. Do you drink or what is that? I have no idea. All, All right. I know is it was one of the purchases made. I am going to guess Market. that
1: that is six ninety
0: nine. Wow! So you're kind of stuck on the six ninety nine. I
1: think he went to the same store, the <laughs> everything six
0: ninety nine okay, store. Are you, are you ready? Yep. Okay. Now, now here, this was for me. It looks like a grapefruit. Last time we had gone to Pike Place, we walked, we watched beachers because they make cheese down there uh, yep. in Seattle, and we figured the cheese would be done by now. I said, "Could you get me a block of cheese?" He said the line was too long. He didn't want to stand like in it because he was tired. Yeah. So, so this is what he got me.
1: I'm going to say the grapefruit at Pike Place is three ninety nine. Okay.
0: It was one. It was one grapefruit. Well, don't...
1: Okay. I thought you were going to tell me the price. Yeah. No. Three dollars and ninety nine cents. Oh. That's a nice looking grapefruit, though. Okay. He picked out a good one.
0: Here, here you go.
1: That looks like a tomato.
0: Yep. Yeah. That's, a t- and yeah, that's like for a his, Roma tomato. That's for his other grandmother. And, and somehow this is... I'm supposed this has to, t- to survive to the reunion? It's supposed to survive two weeks, and, th- and then we take this uh, to the reunion. So we have a, a You know what? He
1: seems like he's getting thoughtful gifts, though. Yeah, they are. They are
0: very, very thoughtful.
1: That uh, Roma tomato can't be more than a dollar. I'm okay. going to say $1 okay. for the Roma tomato. What
0: do you think this is right here? That looks like basil. That's a bag of basil. All right, bag of basil. He doesn't know what this is for, but he said it smelled great. It does smell great. He said it smelled great. He has a very sensitive nose. He wanted to give it to Cousin Debbie because he thought this smelled great, and he thinks she should smell great, and he's not sure what you do with the basil. He was wondering if she might like to wear it in her hair. Maybe. (laughs) I like the way he thinks. I'm going to say the bag. A bag of hair basil. This is
1: just in a Ziploc bag. Ziploc bag. It's about a quarter full. I'm going to say $2 for the basil.
0: All right. All right. Here we go. And this is is it right here. Are you ready? Yep. There we go. What's that?
1: That looks like a piece of glass. Yeah. A blown, a little like token of glass. A
0: token of glass. Glass token. And he wants this back, by the way. Uh, Of course he does. Because we didn't know what this was. And then Michael from Camp Michael explained as we were going through all the gifts that this is for good luck. Ah, it's a good luck charm. And uh, so my son was going to give this to uh, uh, cousin Jim. But, because he found out now he didn't know what it was for, and now that he knows it's for good luck, he wants it back because he wants good luck. I'm gonna say nine ninety nine all right why on... don't you take a moment and add up uh and you can just kind of round off here if you want to pull out a calculator. I don't think it should take much time. Oh, but why don't you go ahead and add up uh, all the items here? And as you're Seven. adding up uh, all I, the items. I've got my total. Got, okay. What 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 is your-,
1: what is your, your... $30. $30.
0: Okay.
1: But you said he's also responsible for lunch.
0: I found out they didn't have lunch. Oh, wow. Lunch was- So they didn't have lunch. No lunch. Uh, there was no lunch. Uh, I also- And if you want to change your numbers, you can. The basil was free. The basil- The bags right. of basil were being handed out- And then also the grapefruit. The grapefruit I found out was free. You got a free grapefruit? Free grapefruit. The tomato was 99 cents. All right. I was pretty right on on the Uh, tomato. The emoji poo was actually $10 and 99 cents. Oh, so wow. I was a little bit off on that. Yeah. The Octopus. Yeah, 99 cents. All right. I was off Ah. on that. Yeah, and then and the, and then the pizza piece of glass. Nobody knows. They think they might have stole it and forgot to pay for it. Wow. Yeah, you got so a then, you got a thief on this, this might be this might be stolen. We don't know. So so it add, it it adds up to what somewhere between fifteen and and, and you're guessing thirty dollars here. Right, thirty dollars max. I handed over a hundred and sixty dollars, twenty to my son, also a hundred and forty to Michael from Camp Michael. And I asked my son last night, I said, hey, where's the change? And he said, change?
1: You never brought up change in the game. What are you talking
0: about? He said, there's no change. And I said, you spent all the money yesterday on these items. And he looked at me and he said, you know what, Daddy? I told you you could trust me. (laughs) I kid you not. It's the Rod and Don show only on the Rod and Don Radio Network. (laughs) Don't go anywhere unless you want to. It's the Ron and Don Show, starring Ron and Don, and sometimes me, at ronanddon.com. All right, it's the Ron and Don Show, on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Don't forget, we're licensed realtors. We work with Windermere, Midtown, right in Seattle. Love to be a part of your biggest transaction, buying, selling. Or my friend Mary just called me the other day and said, hey, you know what? I would, I'm would. i just wondering what the net proceeds would be if I decided to sell my house. Should I sell my house or maybe I should rent my house, lease my house? And so we're having that discussion right now. If you want to have that discussion with one of us, reach out to Ron at Windermere or Don O'Neill at Windemere.com. All right. Hey, it's uh, we're recording this on a Thursday. There's going to be Thursday night football in the city of Seattle. We're all uh, 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 Seahawks fans. If you're listening to us in another part of the country or world, which we know a lot of you do because we can see that online, uh, please put up with us here. But it, it's, it, it's Thursday night. It's an exciting night. And the Seahawks for the last six, seven years have been a very exciting team to watch. But it seems, and Ron, I sent you some of these articles, and I want to get your take because I'm going to tie a couple different things here together. This week, uh, as we're getting ready around the NFL to play Thursday night football, and then after that, these are all preseason games, and the real games start. This is the last week of preseason. Yeah, we found out that at the age of 29, a superstar player, in fact, when he played at Stanford, you and I went to Stanford, and we watched Andrew Luck play. And we, we know that he's been a superstar in the NFL with the Colts, And then he's had some issues and some problems. And he decided this week that he was going to walk away from the game. And he gave some reasons for walking away from the game. And one of the reasons he gave is he just doesn't enjoy the rehab. He does not enjoy the rehab. And some of the old school players have gotten very upset with him. And like, what are you talking about? You don't enjoy the rehab. Also, the Gronk this week from New England has come out and said the reason that he retired, he said he could physically go back and play the game right now. He said, but it just doesn't burn inside him anymore. And he has decided uh, that at least for now, and a lot of people think he'll probably come back at some point in New England. I think that'll be hard now that he's promoting CBD oil. We'll get to that in a moment. At the same time, you have a journeyman player. If I mentioned his name, you wouldn't know his name, but he played seven years in the National Football League. He went out on Twitter this week. And said, you know what? My brain is, uh, and you fill in the blank there, is messed up. I've reached out to the NFL. They aren't helping. He feels very violent. He feels very upset. Uh, he feels like this could all end in suicide. And as a result of that, he is reaching out on social media to try to get some help and c- create some awareness. And we've seen this with Dave Duerson, uh, who played for My Chicago Bears, number 22 owned a lot of McDonald's restaurants. And then what happened to Dave? One day, he took out a gun. He shot himself in the heart so they could look at his brain. And sure enough, we find out he had CTE, that pro that protein that grows on the brain. We look at Junior Sayow, who took his Jeep, drove off a cliff, and everybody said he was trying to kill himself. He lived. And he said, no, I wasn't trying to kill myself. And then a year later, he killed himself. He took out a gun, did the same thing, shot himself in the heart so they could g- examine his brain. And we find out. Then we look at the brain bank. He has CTE. When you look at Andrew Luck, and some people are saying, oh, it's because he's a millennial, right? Or you look at a Gronk who's also 29 years of age, and he's walking away from the game. What do you think is going on here with the Gronk run? What do you think is going on with Andrew Luck? And do you approve of these guys saying, you know what? I got money. I still got my health. I'm walking away from the game. All
1: right, so you brought up, uh, uh, in my mind, several different categories of things. The first one, let's talk about CTE real briefly. We've talked about it before. There have been tens of thousands, if not probably more than 100,000 NFL players in the history of the NFL. Um, a percentage of them have do have brain damage. There's no doubt about that. You You elucidated on some of the big names that did that. The majority of the players don't exhibit those signs so it is a risk it's not a certainty you can play you and i both played tackle football uh for you know starting at seven or eight years old uh almost to the age of 20 maybe people would look at us and say yeah you guys have had brain damage a long time and no one told you (laughs) but i don't think we have brain damage so that that's a risk in in that's sort of another topic that we can talk about at a different time um the the part about The joy of the game. And I watched the Rob Gronkowski press conference and the robbing of the joy. That one is interesting to me because I never knew what these NFL players have to do to get to play on Sunday. And by that, I mean mentally. Uh, you and I, early in our radio career, were afforded the opportunity to go into NFL locker rooms. And so, and we'd also been in NBA locker rooms. We'd been in the Seattle Mariners locker rooms. We got a chance. And when you're in your early 20s, it was like a dream come true to be like, oh my God, I'm standing next to Michael Jordan. Uh, but there was a difference in the NFL locker rooms. You know, when we were in an NBA locker room, it was a, it was very a lot of camaraderie. There's a lot of joking. You'd see Michael Jor- Jordan, I almost said Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan smoking a cigar after a game. Uh, you'd see Rudy Tomjanovich popping a beer open. There was there was a different mentality there. Same with baseball in a lot of ways. Football, though, it is so violent, and there are so few games. And there are so many guys right on the bubble. Gronk's not on the bubble. Andrew Luck wasn't on the bubble. But about a third of the team on any given week is worried that they could get demoted or cut. And so they have to get themselves into a mental space that is psychotic. Hmm. And you and I watched this week in and week out where you would see guys. It's not the big name guys. They go out and they have a routine. But there were guys like Shannon Sharp that we remember that would get himself into a psychotic mental state. Bill Romanowski, we saw with our own two eyes. He was a psychopath uh, before a game. Uh, Not on a Tuesday or a Wednesday in the meetings, but on Sunday, psychopath. Uh, You would look at Daryl Russell, who ended up in, in, I think, a murder-suicide case after he got out of the NFL. Dude was the nicest guy in the world. He used to come to our studio and and spin records, and we'd order McDonald's for him and have a great time. Funny, funny. Jovial, just a guy you'd love to hang around Monday through Sunday or Saturday. Sunday, psychopath. Like you didn't, I I wouldn't want to get within 100, 100 yards of that guy. And so the mental state that these guys have to get to is taxing. And if it doesn't produce any upside for you anymore, because you know there's going to be pain. You know if you're Rob Gronkowski that you're going to – Tom is going to be a little inaccurate over the middle. You're going to have to sacrifice your body, and because you're so big, guys are going to punish you, and, and no ref is going to call a flag on that. Rob Gronkowski knows it's a car wreck every single week for 20 weeks in a row because those guys go deep in the playoffs every year. A car wreck. Uh, and that's i'm not being metaphorical they've I done know, studies know. it's as if you got into into at least a 25 to 30 mile car wreck every single week so to get there mentally is costly and so if you're rob gronkowski or if you're andrew luck it's like i can't get there anymore like hmm. I, I i don't have the fuel hmm. to go to those dark places and watch an old interview with marshawn lynch where he said You know, when they talked about what is beast mode and all the fans here in Seattle ate it up, Marshawn Lynch had to go to a very dark place to go into beast mode. And it was beastly and it was mentally taxing and it was physically taxing and it caused his body and psyche harm, I believe. And so that's what we're that's the exchange. We're going to give you millions of dollars. You sacrifice your body and, and sometimes your mind. For our entertainment,
0: so, if, you, so you don't have a problem with them walking away at, no, at twenty nine.
1: I don't, and plus the way that those two players have have generational money. Uh, Gronkowski famously never cashed a paycheck or never never lived off of NFL money. He always lived off his endorsement money. Andrew Luck did very well. They let him keep his twenty five plus million dollars from this year. Didn't have He could have had to return that money. He didn't. So, and, and he's got a Stanford degree so I mean I think yeah. he's going to be he's going to be good to go
0: let me ask you this we we, they, we heard that there was going to be a big announcement from Gronkowski and the big announcement was he's connecting himself with CBD oil as a result of that some people say well if he's using CBD oil there's no way that he would be able to come back because there's rumors that he would come back if New England was going to make another playoff run and he hasn't denied those rumors so maybe he sits out the uh, the season saves his body comes back at the end and does something uh, heroic, if you can be heroic in the NFL. I don't know. What is your take on this? I was talking to a cop friend of mine that doesn't work here in Seattle, works in another part of the country, and he said that edibles, for instance, has changed his life and changed his life in a good way. Because sometimes from that job, he has so much anxiety, and he comes home and he can't sleep, and he got tired of taking prescription medication, and he said, you know what? It has made a difference in my life. I was talking to a firefighter friend of mine uh, who is here locally, and he has done something very, very similar, and he's in a job that is very, very taxing. But it seems like when it comes to being a first responder, when it comes to being a cop or when it comes to being a firefighter or when it comes to being a football player in the National Football League, the NBA is starting to look the other way when when players – want to self-medicate but what is it about marijuana cbd they say that one in seven adults around the country either use some type of marijuana or some type of cbd oil because it works in order in order to deal with anxiety or in order to deal with pain why is the nfl and why are police departments and fire departments in these agencies all around the country why are they so behind you uh, I think
1: it's just going to take time for them to change. Like, the, there's be more scientific study on this. And you're right. It just gets, it gets results for people. I haven't tried it. Uh, I've thought about it, but I haven't tried it. Uh, and, yeah, I, it's interesting that Gronk, Gronk did that. Did you also notice that he dropped about 40 pounds of muscle? Yeah. Huh. Right. That's interesting.
0: That is interesting. Also thought it was interesting, Cook County. I used to live in Cook County. Cook County, Illinois, announced this week that... Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people that have gone to jail because of marijuana convictions That's all going to be expunged. Good for them. said we made a mistake. You sure dead when you look around now, because all my friends that are farming marijuana, they're all rich white guys. It's the Ron and Don show only on the Ron and Don radio network. You should buy a shirt. It's the Ron and Don Nation t-shirt. $5 goes toward helping kids. It's cops helping kids. Find out more at ronanddon.com. show we are licensed realtors and thanks for reaching out to us a lot of you have ron at windermere.com don o'neill at windermere.com and we'd love to talk real estate with you
1: hey also uh t-shirts available right now five dollars going to charlie's dinosaur those at Ronandon.com, just click on the microphone our dog bandanas, the demos are on the way to us. So okay. Charlie the dog will get a picture. The new Ron and Don Nation dog bandanas. Uh, they, I just talked to them today. They should be here any day in the mail, and then I can get them up on the store. Oh. So that, that should be happening
0: uh, relatively soon. We'll get one on Charlie. I didn't bring it. He's out in the truck and out in the windows. He's humping everything right now. We're, we're, we're supposed to wait till a year. We're at 11 months right now, and I think I, I, I took him on a trail run this morning, and he ran out into the ocean, and he was humping the ocean buoy out there. I'm not even kidding.
1: He's uh yeah. He's a little out He's of an co- active
0: dog. He's a little out of control right now. So anyway, hey, real real quick, I just want to. Can I take a moment and congratulate myself?
1: Sure. What are you congratulating yourself for? Uh,
0: I told you I was going to be here. We're recording this on a Thursday at 1:30. Yeah. I'm never here on time. You had shared with me that it bothers you a little bit. That I'm always and I'm not I'm not real late. I'm I'm usually about ten minutes late. Right. Usually about. It's not a half hour. It's not. It's it's not. It's usually about ten minutes. So I've been working really hard on that. And when you pulled in your truck, who pulled in right behind you today?
1: You were on time today. This guy
0: right. You know what? I was three minutes early. I pulled in at one twenty seven. And I'll tell you what I felt horrible about is last week when we were going to record. We got off at the exit. My son looks at me and he goes, "Daddy, I'm hungry." And I said, "You know what? That's not a problem." Because this guy right here is on time. And I'm pointing to myself right now. I'm like, I'm on time. I have 40 minutes to deal with this lunch problem. And then, boom, we're still going to be at Mr. Ron's. We're going to get these, this podcast recorded. Uh, we're in good shape. So we pull in, and the line at Popeye's, because he has his heart set on Popeye's. you saw the
1: Popeye's chicken.
0: He said he wants to go to Popeye's. We get to Popeye's. We're in the line at Popeye's, and the line is not moving outside. I said, you know what I'm going to do? We're going to go inside. So I park the truck, lose my place in line. We go inside. The line inside is longer than the line was outside. So I take my son. We get back. It's like an 85-degree day. Charlie's in there. He wants some Popeye's, too. We get back in line, and I finally get everything ordered and paid for, and then it just becomes a parking lot, and we are just sitting there and sitting there and sitting there and sitting You did not know what's going on. Well, and then I called you because now we're like 25 minutes in, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I think we're going to be late. And so I coached my son on this. I said, hey, look, I'm going to call Mr. Ron, and it seems like we have been in this line for about 25, 30 minutes, which was the truth and i said i said let's call him and let him know that we're running a little late and we're sorry about it so i we we we, we end up calling you and then i looked to him cuz we practiced this and i said hey Bubba, how how we've been in this line an awful long time and he said no we haven't daddy and i said <laughs> yes we have how long does it seem like we've been in this line he goes uh, about 5 minutes so Anyway, gotta we, teach them how to lie better. we were late last week. Sorry, uh, but today, well, you stepped
1: in. You didn't three, realize yeah, you, you stepped right in. What was going to on? The brand new Popeye's uh, sandwich that's going right head to head with the Chick-fil-A. Mm. I didn't. Uh, I looked it up on Twitter when you were in there because okay. and this is a national phenomenon. It is. OK, so uh, Chick-fil-A, their secret is, spoiler alert. If you don't know this is they use pickle juice in the in the brine. And so that's what gives the the Chick-fil-A its distinctive taste is the pickle juice. And so going head-to-head against them is Popeye's. And we don't have a lot of Popeye's up here in the Pacific Northwest, but in the South, in a huge swath of the country, Popeye's is is gigantic. And people that like Popeye's like it. And they, they're from Louisiana, so they do dirty rice. Uh, I think you can get, uh, Did they do gumbo? Anyway, they, they, they have a lot of uh, different okra and stuff like that. So they're rolling out a chicken sandwich okay. to rival the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. It's got pickles, and people on Twitter were losing their mind oh, to get this sandwich. In okay. fact, I saw someone that bought got a sandwich. Yeah. They turned around and put it so the sandwich is the three ninety nine or something. Yeah. They turned around the same day, oh. put it on Facebook Marketplace for fifteen bucks. Oh, come on. And they sold a chicken sandwich <laughs> on the secondary market for $15. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah, you got caught into the, okay. the great chicken sandwich yeah. rush. You're on launch day. I don't even know if you knew that. that uh, I didn't know day. that,
0: but I just want to let you know we tried, and I tried to manipulate my son to manipulate you, and it didn't work out. So, so anyway. speaking
1: of nutrition, I fell prey. I don't know if you get this in your social media feeds uh, and it's probably because I've done one of those programs where I lost like 65 pounds. I get ads everywhere I go for low carb cereal.
0: Oh, you do? Okay.
1: Uh, and I don't know if you've seen these. I at didn't all, even yet. know there was such a thing. Yeah. So there's a couple companies out there right now. You got the Cereal School and you got Magic Spoon. All right. And so what they have done. Is they've tried to make our favorite breakfast cereals. And instead of having forty carbs and like fifty grams of sugar per mm. serving, yeah. they have right around twelve grams of protein and three carbs. So in this, if you're if you've never done keto or you've never done a diet like this, that may be meaningless to you. In a typical day, if you're in, in a keto diet, you want to do 40 to 50 grams of carbs for the whole day. Okay. So you want your entire day to add up to that. If you ate a traditional bowl of cereal, you're done for the day. That's you it. can't have any more carbs. And so, um, and it just, it works. If you want to lose a lot of weight quickly, you can do it with one of these keto-style diets. And so I... Kept seeing the magic spoon everywhere, hmm. and so they're like, "Hey, magic spoon has chocolate, which I I always like the chocolate cereal. I don't know if you're a Count chocolate guy. But I used to like Count chocolate yeah. They have a fruit.
0: I thought it was Count Dracula.
1: Well, Count Dracula is the actual monster. Count Chocula was the cereal. Oh, then you was, ha- was
0: it Count Dracula that that was promoting was in, the count?
1: No, it was in, he inspired. Oh, the count, but the count know. chocula was the cereal. Okay. So I used to love count chocula because the milk would turn a uh, chocolatey. Then uh, they have, and this is magic spoon, the uh, protein protein cereal. Yeah. They have uh, fruit, which is a direct corollary to fruity fruity pebbles or fruit loops. Yeah. So if you like fruit loops, you got that. And so they have they and they have a cinnamon toast crunch version. Mm-hmm. This is the third one. And then I forget the fourth. Fourth one I think is a Frosted Flake. So uh, uh, affection I
0: love a flake that's frosted.
1: So they got the big four. Everybody, does. you got your Fruit Loop. Yeah. You got your uh, Chocolate Puff. Right. You got your Frosted Flake, and you got your Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's all you need. So I keep seeing this ad over and over again. Maybe a
0: Mini Wheat somewhere. In
1: and there. the Mini Wheats. Uh, Second, that's a you, secondary you know many, syrup. You know how many carbs? A mini
0: a Wheat's a secondary. Syrup. You know how
1: many carbs are in a bowl of Mini Wheats? Probably 80 carbs, oh. I bet, in a bowl of mini weeks. Right. Yeah. So I keep seeing this ad, keep seeing the ad, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna check it out. So I click on the ad. <laughs> I'm over on Magic Spoon. And I'm like, I like cereal. I got my almond milk, my yeah. milk, uh, my 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 soy beverages yeah. ready to roll. then I'm like, so what would you guess the party pack of protein cereals would cost? A taste. Of all four, you got your cinnamon toast crunch. You got your cocoa.
0: Are they the little mini boxes? Like no, when it's we used like to go a legit, it's a bag, you, it's a where, box of where cereal. You can make the little no, no, box no, no. into a bowl. It's a box of cereal. Okay, st- you, but you get all four flavors. Fifty dollars. Uh, well, you, you know, you're ruining ten dollars. How much is a regular box of cereal when you go to the grocery uh, store? Last night I bought a box five ninety nine. No,
1: it's five ninety nine. So yeah. you do the
0: So you're thinking twenty dollars. Uh, what do you mean? Guess high or low? It's forty bucks. Wow! Am I supposed to be amazed at this? I don't know. That's it incredible. seems like a lot for four. B- that seems like a lot.
1: It's ten dollars $10 <laughs> a buck. Okay. So at first, I, I closed the ad. I'm gonna spend forty bucks for cereal. And then I went back and started seeing it. I clicked on it again. I bought the I bought the four-pack.
0: Oh, you did? Okay. So it's in the
1: mail right now. It is? Okay. Uh, I'm going to get this. I guess I'll be the guinea pig for the Ronadon Nation.
0: You'll report. I
1: have lost... You you can attest this. I have lost a significant amount of weight you have. going low-carb.
0: You have, yeah.
1: Uh, it's hard when you like cereal. Uh, I found a low-carb pancake, which I like, yeah. that I can also make waffles out of, so that's good. Mm. Uh, but, like, man, sometimes you just want a cereal or you want a carb in your life and I know that you when you're running you know all these miles every week you don't have to worry about that but for people that need to watch it I've taken the plunge I'll report back maybe we'll do a taste test uh, next week, when I actually get these four flavors, and you can try them for yourself, you're a cereal guy.
0: Well, you know what? I wasn't a cereal guy, and I'm gonna I'm gonna admit something to you right now. Like over the last week, I gained three pounds, and I didn't know why I gained three pounds because I'm running as much as ever, and I eat the way I eat, and I still don't consume alcohol, and I really watch my diet, and I try to eat a lot of vegetables. And I'm like, where did this three pounds come from? And what's weird is I've gotten older. I had a hard time sleeping. And then when I stopped drinking and I started watching watching my diet, I sleep well through the night, but I always wake up at about 2.30 in the morning. And I read that if you just lay there and try to go back to sleep and you're not going back to sleep, you should get up and do something. I've read that same thing. So I, so I read this. And my son and I were going camping a couple weeks ago, and I went on this hunt for the little boxes that I was just uh, of all the different yeah. cereals, and you can make the box into a into bowl. The bowl. Right. And I got really, because I looked at three stores, and I finally found these boxes. I got really pumped up about it. And I haven't eaten cereal in years. And anyway, I I got up last week, and I'm standing. It's two thirty in the morning. I just, and I I'm naked, because that, that's how I sleep. And Charlie's just kind of looking at me, and I'm looking back at Charlie, because Charlie follows me around the house, even when it's two thirty. I get out of bed, I step on him, and then he just it's just it just follows me around, my dog. And then he's just kind of staring at me, and we're staring in the kitchen. And I look over, and I see I see a box of Froot Loops. And I'm like, huh, I wonder what those taste like. <laughs> it tastes like Froot Loops. I haven't had Froot Loops in 30 years. And so I got out. The box is a bowl. So I, I spent time making the box into that a bowl. kind down the I middle. I took the milk. I put, this is at 2.30 in the morning. I bet and it was delicious. I ate that cereal. And I went to bed. And then I got up the next day at a regular I went to bed the next night Boom 2 30 in the Pretty morning nice. I'm sitting there No, because it's the variety Oh, Frosted Flakes I'm sitting there and I'm like I wonder what those corn pops I have not right. <laughs> So anyway, I have I have had And I have to admit this to you I've had nine little Many boxes it. of cereal. Well, this will be perfect. The last nine nights, I've
1: got the the protein stuff coming. You can do a taste test. I got.
0: Well, I got to come up with something different to do at two thirty in the morning, rather than just step on my dog, stand in the kitchen naked, have him stare at me. I try to stare back at him, but I don't have a contact in, so I can't see anything. And making little boxes of cereal that were meant for my son. By the way, it's like, Daddy, where did all my cereal go? No. The Ron and Don show on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Ron and Don. Ron and Don. Ron and Don. Ron Don. Ron and Don. Ron Don the Ron and Don Radio Network, man. Okay, how much do I have to pay you for this? One dollar. Get out of here, Ronadon show only on the Ronadon radio network. Uh, I gotta admit, so I feel I feel like I'm admitting a lot of things.
1: Yeah, you me. are. It's a, it's a confessional. Like there's a
0: cleansing and I'm coming clean. And I just, if Taylor's, I understand Taylor Swift loves the Ronadon show and loves us. How she do you kno- understand that? She kno- that's what I've heard. I heard this from uh Katie Perry. I was talking, to oh, her really? The other day. Okay, and Katie knows that I'm a Perry cat. Uh, it's it's called a Katie cat. That's what I not not when you're not when you're in the inner circle. Oh, okay. When you're in the inner circle, it's different. It's a Perry cat. Yeah, and once in a while, I hang it out. Was with it's a Perry Once in a while, I hang out with Jay Z and Beyonce. I drink some lemonade I'm in the Bayhive, and you know that not only am I a believer with Justin Bieber, but I'm a huge, and this is true. This goes all the way back to my Kiss Army days. I was a Swifty before Taylor Swift was even born. And I'm in the inner circle, the outer circle. I'm in all the circles. How can you be a Swiftie
1: before she's born?
0: Don't think I wasn't. So anyway, I hear the other day, her album comes out. The first two, the single was sketchy. Was it good? You yeah. liked it? And so within one day, it just flies by, flies by my girl Lady Gaga and also uh, uh, Brad Cooper. So uh, well,
1: Cooper, the, the, the Star is Born thing is like a year well, old When you're now.
0: close to him, you're in the circle. He's just Brad. It's just gotcha. Brad, Brad Cooper and Gaga. That's how they like when I'm talking to. I call to him B Dog. When we're doing FaceTime together, just the three of us, they like, "Hey, it's Gaga. Hey, it's Brad. What's going on?" And uh, so we have these discussions. Th- this is what I. This is what's upsetting to me, and 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 this is where I, I don't feel like Taylor Swift is being real with us because she has this whole thing where we feel like she's being real with us as a Swifty. and then sometimes I wonder if this is just all made up. She releases part of her diary. And takes us back to the award show where Kanye West stormed the stage, grabbed the microphone, and made her a superstar. May- nobody knew who Taylor Swift was. You did because you nobody- knew before she was even born. I was a Swifty. But nobody else knew who Taylor How Swift did they was. Not- She's winning a Grammy. Con- no one knew. No- How happened. did she win a Grammy and no you one know- knew? You know what? I would bet that you could look at all the Grammy Awards over the last 200 years, let's say. And you look at everybody that's won Grammy awards; you wouldn't know any of their names, especially going back to 1876. You're not going to know those or, guys. In fairness, you're just not. You're not going to know the those television
1: guys. coverage is horrible <laughs> in 1876. 1876. Yeah, that's
0: my point. I mean, if George Washington was around today during the television coverage, or even on the internet, think of those teeth. Those teeth. I would
1: definitely follow him on Twitter. Though. Yeah,
0: I would. So, so anyway, I, 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 I thought, wow, Kanye West really did you a favor when he stormed the stage and he made you a superstar, what she does before she sends out uh, this album into the world, into the stratosphere, is she goes back this past week and tells us how much Kanye West hurt her. And then she starts releasing some of her diaries about the way she felt back in Mm. 2009 as a result of Kanye West storming the stage. And you know what happened? Kanye West just made Taylor Swift the richest pop star in the world as a result of what he did back in 2009. And now, here we are in 2019. She said she forgave him. And as a Swifty, I forgave him too. And now I'm not supposed to forgive him after I read this diary who I bet Kim Kardashian actually really wrote. And the three of them are all in on this thing. It's the Ron and Don show. Thanks for listening to the Ron and Don radio network. And don't forget this week, the Ron and Don show drops every Monday. Give us a like, give us a listen, right? Yeah,
1: subscribe. We really appreciate it. And you can become a supporter of the show on Anchor FM. And so we would love it if you did that. T-shirts available. The dog bandana is out any day now as soon as we go. Yeah. Hey,
0: keep your head up, your shoulders back. We'll talk at you next week right here on the Ron and Don radio network. Ron and Don. <laughs> you good? No. Okay, let's keep going.